0: Okay guys, I know what it's like to be looking at resources that you already have and they're already free and you're thinking, let me just use this. I'm just going to go ahead and use this. I don't have to pay for it or maybe I already know how to use it. In that case, I'm right there with you. I have a garage right now that is stacked on one shelf full of free math books, free math resources. I've used them before in public school and our current public school had to have a curriculum readoption. And so all the teachers were bringing me by the box loads of free curriculum for math. However, I got it and I thought, wow, this is great. It's free. I already know how to use it. I've used it before. I've used it my first year in homeschooling. And I'm just super excited about it because boom, done. I don't have to go through and make a decision. But there was something that kept just Working at me like I'm like I cannot figure out why I feel so uninspired by this right now. I'm serious. I feel so uninspired, and it's right here and it's free and I've just it's been given to me. Why can't I just grab a hold of it and use it? (sighs) Because the truth is, when you're running a micro school or when you have students that are all in different ages or you're homeschooling multi age students, if you don't have a resource that is comparable to the way that you enjoy teaching, along with the way that your students enjoy learning. Or if it's not easy, it's not going to get done. You know, even in the book, Atomic Habits, James Clear, the author, talks about making it easy. What is easier gets accomplished. Even if it's a low-hanging fruit, you at least feel like, oh my gosh, I accomplished it. Now, I'm not suggesting that we just go and we Click the easiest piece of resource that there is out there and the cheapest. But what I am asking you is, if you don't enjoy this, if you don't like something well enough to even just start perusing through it and just spend your time investing in it, don't waste your time, your energy, and even if it's free, you're still wasting your money because you'll end up purchasing something later on. And here's the big secret, time is money. Every bit of time that you use scrambling around or using something that just seems awful, you're wasting money because you'll end up purchasing things that you don't need. You'll end up scrambling around. It just makes so much better sense to take a look at what you have and truly ask yourself, will I use this and why? won't I. This brings me to my point of the podcast today, which is the math curriculum that I'm choosing for the upcoming school year. And I'm going to tell you why I chose this curriculum, how I believe it will benefit the students at our micro school, and how it's going to take the pressure off of me. I'm so excited for you to listen to it. Let's head on in. Until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So, get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil, it's time to get your teach on. All right, everybody, I want to give a shout out to A.M. Smith422. I wish I knew exactly who you were, but I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm so appreciative of you. You left a review on Apple iTunes. And it says, I could listen to her voice all day. That's so funny and so sweet and kind because I was always made fun of for my voice, especially my singing voice. And I'm still, still getting made fun of it. So hello, you guys are so lucky that you do not have to hear my singing voice. But A.M. Smith says, McKenzie has such a tender voice and yet powerful approach to homeschooling. I can't wait to share this podcast with many others. I know it's going to bless so many generations to come to use her approaches. Praise God. So many generations to come. This is what it's all about. If you've listened to the previous episodes, especially one a couple back, it was about leaving a legacy. I talked about how God is not just concerned with us. He is concerned with multi-generations. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He cares about not just us, but our children and our children's children and their children and beyond. So thank you so much for sharing your kind words. I just want you to know how much it edifies me and how much it helps me to understand the work that God is doing, even when I feel sometimes as if I'm alone. You know, we have an incredible Facebook group. I've got many coaching clients and I'm so grateful for that, but I still feel alone in this work at times and so every time i hear someone encouraging me i really hope to do the same back for them because we all need each other iron sharpens iron if you've not left a review just yet please head on over to apple itunes it takes 30 seconds and i'd love to hear your feedback it really tremendously blesses me and helps me to see what you need in an effort to feel supported, to feel heard, and to feel as if you can do this. Whether it's homeschooling, building a business, or building a micro school, I'm here to help you. All right, everyone. And after that introduction about having all of this free curriculum, What am I going to use? Why am I not just going out there and going, this is free. I don't have to worry about going and looking online. I don't have to worry about all the texts coming in. I don't have to worry about anything. I could just use this. And I don't want to throw it away because it's so useful. But here's the deal. Having a school in my home, I can only handle so much clutter and so many things that are not being used. And as teachers, we know that we collect, we collect, we collect. And at first, I was going to use the curriculum that my teacher friends gave me. I've used this curriculum for many years. I was an instructional coach and taught people how to use this curriculum. And I used it my first year of homeschooling. And it was still very, very effective, especially in math. But I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to use this curriculum this year. Here's why. Well, first off, I know you're dying to know what is it. It is actually... Go math. I appreciate go math because of the great word problems. I appreciate the colorful teaching components. I appreciate the hands-on activities that I can do with the students. But what I don't like is one, I don't have the teacher guides. That's a problem. And that's something that you need to think about when you are purchasing curriculum. The teacher's guide needs to be easy for an example i have purchased a curriculum this was last year good and the beautiful for reading and writing and the curriculum i had to print so imagine having multi-age groups and having to print the curriculum that was awful we're talking hundreds of pages that guess what i didn't do which meant that then i had to have my laptop open every time i needed to check a paper I don't like that, I don't want that, so you need to always be cautious. Are there going to be teacher materials or parent materials that are going to be easy for you to maneuver through? By the way, as a disclaimer, I really appreciate Good and the Beautiful. I appreciate them so much that I'm using them this year for math because of multiple reasons, and one of them being that I have the teacher's guide, okay? But going back to my resources that I already had, especially if you're a teacher leaving the profession, you probably have a million things that you brought with you because you're thinking, what if I use this? What if I use this? I could use this. And I'm telling you, I'm almost down to bare bones. You're talking to someone who had multiple U-Hauls throughout the course of the years, renting a separate U-Haul just to store all of my classroom materials coming down to Florida. Then renting several over the course of the years storage units to store my curriculum. Especially when we moved to Florida. I had a separate uh, it was just it was just too much you guys. It's too much and I don't want you to have that especially if you're doing this out of your home. You don't need all of the stuff. Your family doesn't need all of it in your house. It's already enough. That you are having so many more children in your home which is a blessing and i do not ever want to discourage that but it's the real honest truth you're going to have more bodies in your home more materials in your home and so less truly is more but i had this curriculum go math i don't have the teacher's resources so what was i going to do i tried to look online for them but it was going to cost me hundreds of dollars to get the teacher resources Plus, I've got kindergarten, second grade, third grade, fifth grade, plus possibly even more grade levels. So how awful is it going to be to have all of these different curriculums going through my house, even though I'm familiar with it, but it's a lot of teacher-directed materials and a lot of me needing to set and work with the students. And one thing that I've learned through this entire process is that The gift of homeschooling is that children really do become more self-independent. They become more self-directed learners. They become more independent. And I will say that, yes, there is a place for direct instruction. Don't get me wrong. Yes, there is a place for you to set aside one student, two, three, or in front of everyone and model a lesson. Don't get me wrong. We don't just put workbooks in front of kids and think that they're going to learn everything that they need to learn. I'm not a proponent of that. But what I will say is, we need to make sure that we are also, because you have a small group, we are also fostering independent work and we are also fostering self-motivation and self-discovery and curiosity and for students to be able to be independent because you are one person and you're teaching multiple ages. So with that in mind, And knowing, if you've listened to the previous episodes, I talked to you about the extensive amount of time that I use during my summer sit-down, my vision planning, my not-consumed planner that I write out for every student's strengths needs. I use my welcome letter. I use my enrollment form. I use all of these compiled together in an effort to make the best decision for the students I'm going to serve this year. And with that being said, I continued to walk outside in my garage and stare at that curriculum over and over and look through it and go, God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this for Annalise? How am I going to do this for Jolie? How am I going to get this for Eric? How am I going to, what if so-and-so does this and how am I going to? No, I just felt like I was so tied to me doing everything again. And I can't, and you can't either. Moms, you can't do it. Teachers with multi-age group, you cannot do it. You have to be able to save your sanity, save your energy on the things that light you up and light the kids up. Now, math is important. Don't get me wrong. I even thought, well, I really want them to have a solid math foundation. And of course I do. I want that so badly because I struggled with math. I know watching my daughter in public school, she's doing great at math, but I watch how much time she has to put into it. I watch the level of homework and the level of activities and the amount of online work that they do. And I'm like, gosh, this stinks. So I thought, well, maybe if I do something like online, time for learning or teaching math textbooks, that would just wipe my hands clean. I don't have to worry about having to teach that to the students because the computer's gonna teach it or a video is gonna teach it and I know there are many people out in the homeschool world or in the micro school world, that's how they have to have this set up in order to function. I get it. I understand. So please don't get me wrong but I'm in a different situation. I may not have as many kids as you and I really enjoy still having materials in the kid's hand. I get a little nervous having technology teach them one because i don't have enough technology two i get really frustrated with technology three i'm really against a lot of screen time and i'm concerned that kids might have to sit on front of a computer for an hour trying to figure out the math lesson then i'm what if my wi-fi goes down what if my computer's not working what if the headphones are not working i can't even I can't even get my hands off of my ears right now as I'm talking to you. It just (laughs) flusters me that much. So I did for a good month think I was going to do it. And I thought, why would I look at all of the reasons why I don't want to do it? For the one reason is that someone's going to teach them. Okay, great. But how, where are the teacher guides? Oh, got to print them. Oh, got to have your computer. I can't even find my computer sometimes. I don't want to be in charge of all of this. Well, I found a solution. I'm so grateful for this. I actually was sealed the deal with a parent who's used the good and the beautiful math. The good and the beautiful has taken the homeschooling world by storm. And if you watch some of the videos on the good and the beautiful website, Jenny Phillips is so precious. She even says, I never wanted to make millions of dollars doing this. I just wanted homeschool moms to have a solution. And she has had such an incredible blessing and outpouring on the community of homeschooling, micro-schooling. It's been incredible for to see her growth and to see all that she's done for other people. It's been such a beautiful gift. You guys, every single thing that she has made is free. Now, I'm purchasing this for my students, but she has blessed the homeschool community With every single grade level, you can just enter in your email address and download the entire PDF coursebook of reading, writing, math, all of it. And with their math series that has now been a new addition to their curriculum, every single lesson has a math video. All of that's up on their website for free. You could essentially teach your child for free using The Good and the Beautiful. Now, of course, I would print it out. So it's really not going to be free. But she has at least been so transparent that you can see everything that your child will learn. There is a math answer key because I was like, okay, now I want Good and the Beautiful. I love it. It's good. It's beautiful. However, I'm a little nervous about this teacher edition. I don't want to go online and print off my teacher edition they got an answer key book this year. If it is a grade level K1 or 2, every single grade level can come with their own little math box, with their own little curriculum. I love it. But the course book is beautiful. I definitely have the course book for each grade level. I also have the mental math map mysteries. So I enjoy that because not only is the book going to teach the concept, but they also have another book, the students have another book with mental math activities to do to help sharpen their, you know, math facts. There's an answer key, and every single lesson, grades three, four, and five, have a QR code. So the students can scan the QR code and watch a very short video about the lesson. Now, will students be able to have independency when it comes to starting their lesson? Yes, absolutely. Are the parents going to need to check over it? Most definitely. Are there going to be times where parents or or the teacher's going to have to help? Absolutely. But for the most part, students can get started. And I love how on every single page, it tells the students what they need that day, what materials they need. And it's just simple. It's actually called Simply Math. Simply good and beautiful math, isn't that incredible? Now, if you're going, well, how do I get started? I would definitely go to their website and you can enter in your email address. They actually have sample pages that you can look at before you even have to enter in your email address and guess what, they don't spam you. This isn't like put in your email address and they're gonna send you emails every single day. There's math videos for you to watch. You can go ahead and click on that and every single math video is on their website So the students, even if they don't scan the QR code, they can go to the website and look at it. Now, do they have to watch the video? They don't even have to watch the video. And you're probably thinking, well, I thought you just said you didn't want a lot of technology. I don't, but at least I do have some kids who bring their iPads. That's a very quick, easy way for them to scan it, and I think they will absolutely love it. Plus, I have my phone, which I'm absolutely fine with just handing it over to one of them for them to scan it and watch it for a few minutes or for my daughter. I can also display the videos on our TV. We have a computer that hooks up to it, kind of like a little bit of a big screen, or I can put my laptop and put it into another little TV to where it shows up a little bit bigger. That's a nice little tip there. If you don't have something where all the kids can watch, you can get an HDMI cord and plug your computer up to most TVs and what you show on your computer can pop up on the screen the videos are short so it's not as if the students are sitting there for 20 30 minutes watching a video getting lost and you don't know what they're doing Um, you can watch the testimonials the parents have written about the good and the beautiful it's been very thorough it's standards approved it's absolutely gorgeous and there's been a pilot program with parents researchers teachers homeschooling parents that have all went through it. They've been working on this for years. They've spent millions of dollars and it's literally all for free. So I encourage you to go look at it, goodinthebeautiful.com. You can click on their language arts, their handwriting, their history, their science and health, and their math. I also love their handwriting books. Their handwriting books are beautiful. I know that's not what this podcast was about, but I just love the Good and the Beautiful You can, as a parent, also watch the videos yourself so that you do not feel as if you have to QR code it. You can watch the video. They're short and sweet. They're like seven minutes. So you can watch the video before your students actually do the lesson so that you have a little bit of a sense of where this is going. And I just think that you'll be pleasantly surprised with the fact that students can also have their own little math box if they are in grades kindergarten through three. And it's, it's all below 50 bucks. So even like for second grade, there's the math course book for $25 and then the math box for $25. And then guess what? The answer key is $10. You can also add on flashcards and you can add on musical multiplication, which I think is really great. It's a music and a physical book that helps children memorize their math facts. So I'm super grateful for this and I hope that it blesses you. I'd love for you to hop into our community and let us know if you're interested in Good and Beautiful or if you have any experience that you would like to share. We would greatly, greatly appreciate your feedback. Until then, happy teaching! Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.